Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific shares are mixed this morning. Sydney is down 0.8%. Seoul is in the red as well. But Tokyo is choking up some gains. The Nikkei is up a quarter percent. Joining me now as we break down all the market action is Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. Morning, Michelle. On days like this, I'm in my beaten leather jacket. I've worn it for years. I love it. It keeps me snug. Hard to tell if Ryan's a shopper. Uh, because he too has his, his beloved jacket on today that I've seen before. So, Ryan, have your shopping habits changed over the past couple of years? Do you buy more online? Well, I have to because I'm running out of laundry these days because <laughs> it's so tough to dry your clothes out these days. I have to wear my shirt for three days in a row. These yeah, that's times. my excuse to buy as well. I'm running out of clean clothes. Now, have you ever thought about you know how those purchases reach you? Well, we begin this morning with the story of a Singapore-listed company whose shares were in a slump for more than a year and a half from the start of the pandemic through the end of last year. But since January, the company's shares and its business have begun taking off. I am talking about Yang Zijiang Shipbuilding. It is the best performing constituent in the Straits Times Index. No one else is close. Yang Zijiang shares up more than 70% from the beginning of the year. So tell us, Ryan, what is driving its business? Yeah, in short, it is a factor of the reopening trade where you have economies bouncing back and that is with you know, sentiment in the earlier part of this year at least rather strong that with COVID-19 vaccines being deployed we would see economies recovering and then in turn of course would mean people wanting to trade more buy more and that require ships vessels to just move things around and that's one reason why we are seeing the likes of Yang Zhijiang doing so well like you pointed out Yang Zhijiang um, year to date is one of the top performers up around 71%. And just for comparison, the next one on the list on the SDI is Capitaland up 24%, followed by DBS up 20%. So it is leading by a wide margin. So going back to those factors um, driving its business, uh, it's seeing record orders this year because of People like you and me buying more online, e-commerce driving the demand for sea freight. And you've got the order book at over $8.6 billion for 167 vessels as of early August. And that is um, looking at a few of these orders in the space for clean energy vessels. And this is all part of the shift, the global shift from the old type of um, energy to cleaner energy type of usage. So that is driving the um, demand for new ships as well. And also we have Yang Zhijiang's growing businesses and improved profitability from other related things like logistics, chartering, ship design, all that contributing to a rather good 2021 so far. So Yang Sichang clearly benefiting from the e-commerce boom, the wind behind its sales, and also benefiting from bottlenecks in the shipping business. Customers have placed orders with Yang Sichang to build 167 new ships with more than 8.5 billion US dollars. So what are analysts saying about Yang Sichang's shares? They're trading at around their highest level in a decade. So are they still a good buy? Well, it depends on your risk appetite. If you think or you see the glass is still half full enough, then it would be a good price. And I'm just looking at the um, analysts' comments that are um, 
citing some of the potential headwinds. And this includes something we've been talking about, rising commodity costs in terms of steel. That is going to be a potential factor because ships need steel to be made. And that would be a possible pressure on its profit margins. Also, a possible pressure on its profit margins might be the strengthening of its uh, of the Chinese yuan versus the US dollar. So that could be a factor because um, in terms of accounting or reporting um, features, that would mean the conversion rate would have a, an impact. And also, that would be compounded by how its customer profile demographics are changing to more American buyers. In fact, it's more than doubled this year based on its latest um, report. So that is one to watch out for. If I look at what the analyst community crowd is saying, I've got four covering the stock. Three of them are saying either add or buy. Only one is a hold. So by and large, it looks like it is looking attractive. Now, at the top of the piece I mentioned, Yang Sichang Shipbuilding is the best performing stock on the Straits Times Index with a year-to-date gain of more than 70%. Here's a question for you, listener at home. Which company do you think is the second best performing SDI constituent? I'll give you a moment to think about that, all right? Second best performing SDI constituent... Uh, the answer is Capital Land. It is up about 25%. Did you get that right? I hope you did. Let's turn to the US now where shares inch higher overnight. The Nasdaq rose 0.3%, enough to push it to a new record high. There are two pieces of data, meanwhile, on the macro front that investors are assessing. And one is pretty encouraging. The other piece of news, not so much. So let's start with a positive, as always, how I like to do things. Despite the supply chain problems that we've been hearing so much about, Manufacturing activity actually increased in the US in August. What's the latest on this front? Yeah, it's a bit of a mixed view when it comes to these numbers. It can be good, it can be bad, depends on how you look at it. Mm -hmm. So you are looking at a 0.4 percentage point increase in August to 59.9. That is up from 59.5 in July, which actually was down from 60.6. So you are looking at a second straight month of in a way, slower pace of growth. But still growth. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's the important thing, right? Do you want to look at the trajectory or do you want to look at why it's slowing down? And if you look at why it's slowing down, uh, a couple of reasons to point at. That includes the familiar um, cited ones. Not enough workers. A lot of um, COVID-19 restrictions just make it harder to find workers and also making them absent from being hired or either turning up for work. And that is causing some of the factories or production outlets to be shut down, at least temporarily. So that is in turn causing a shortage of parts. And that has a bit of a knock-on effect for many industries. So that is what's playing out right now, COVID-19 disruptions. um, That is kind of putting the lid on growth. Now, the next item on our data front is payrolls. And it looks like U.S. companies are not hiring as much as expected, at least according to the payroll services company, ADP. How far below expectations did the numbers come in at? Yeah, the print for the month for August was 374,000. That is, though, far below the consensus forecast of 600,000. Even though it beat July's 324,000, it was um, a still miss. Um, so it does reflect um, 
I guess a bit of good and bad. First, first you've got new jobs coming through from leisure and hospitality. So that was a bright spot. But once again, it's not easy to find workers in this environment. So you are still seeing a shortage um, when it comes to labour. So that could be a an interesting curtain raiser for tonight's non-farm payrolls. Indeed. One more question about the broader US market before we move on to other topics. Now, historically, September is the toughest month of the year for stocks. But if recent trends are something to go by, they may not hold up this year, that adage. So what does history tell us about investing in September, Ryan? Yeah, it's interesting when you talk about the new normal because sometimes the old rules don't apply anymore when you have COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And you've got, like you pointed out, history pointing to a tough kind of historical trend when it comes to September. You know, some stock traders might stay away for some reason because of that. So you also to put things into context, in the early part of this year, mm-hmm. a lot of the investors were betting on the reopening of economies and that was off the back of a few stimulus packages as well and people had stimulus checks to spend. All that is now not in the picture at least uh, or at least fading. So that equation uh, has to be in mind when you think about where things can go from here. Are there any further catalysts for markets to push further? So in a way, uh, you do have a few more headwinds than the early part of this year. So it could prove to be harder for markets to push higher. But at the same time, when we say these things, we still see Wall Street pushing new records every other day and every other week. So That's true. it's a case of, you know, where do you park your money? And in many cases, it's very hard to find a place to invest these days besides the stock market. Yeah, so the seasonal changing, uh, seasonal trading rules may be changing as well. September has actually been good for the last three or four years. September's uh, been the season when things have been trading up. All right, let's turn to China now and specifically shares of tech and gaming companies. Now, these companies have been under assault by Chinese regulators. We talked earlier this week about the latest restrictions on online gaming for children in China. They can only play three hours per week. Parents have been sitting up thinking, hey, that's not a bad idea, actually. And um, over in China, they can only play at set times in the evening for those three hours as well. So, Ryan, you would have thought this news would have led investors to continue dumping gaming companies, but no, they rallied overnight. Tell us more. Yeah, so it's a case, I think, partly due to buying on the dips. And investors are shaking off concerns and buying into those uh, those big names because... In a way, gaming companies still can make money from adults. So maybe that's what they are focused on. So a bit of an overreaction when it came to the selling, perhaps. So we'll see how much more momentum the rebound can have. But um, some of the names that we are tracking, you've got Billy Billy up mm. 6.2%, NetEase up 6.4% on Wednesday, and Tencent up 1.5%. So um, these will be ones to watch as we continue to watch how regulations unfold in China. Yeah, after facing a two-month sell-off, investors moving back into Tencent. And really, for the first time in four months, Tencent shares choked up again this August. Now, in other Chinese news, we are seeing companies adjust to President Xi Jinping's common prosperity slogan, Didi. 
and JD.com. They're setting up new unions for their workers and more than 70 listed firms have now mentioned the phrase common prosperity in their earnings report. So, Ryan, what do you think of how these big Chinese firms are adapting? Yeah, I think it is a strategy to cope with the latest changes. So, like you pointed out, you do have companies trying to figure out the, well, in a new normal situation, how the Chinese government wants them to behave. And with these new unions being set up, it does give a bit of guidance for staff in the way that the management running a union will be in touch with the government and in a way collaborate with how they feel companies should be run. So mm. the values that the Chinese government is trying to push will then be integrated into the workplace culture. So that in a way kind of preempts further regulatory crackdown that might you know, punish the, work, the workers or the companies. So it is a step in the safe direction, so to speak. Playing ball. Uh, time now for corporate news and a quick game of up or down. Ryan, it's a rainy Thursday morning. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's start with AMC Entertainment. All right, AMC, one of the OG meme stocks. It is going to be a down for me. And this is off a huge downgrade from an analyst from McQuarrie saying the AMC stock deserves to crash ah. 87%. Well, it depends on whether you believe him, but he's cut his rating to underperform from neutral. Yeah, Chad Bainon from Macquarie Research says AMC is overvalued. He's worried the movie industry is recovering too slowly. Well, when a top analyst turns bearish on your shares, what happens? AMC shares fell more than 7% overnight. Let's look at Tesla. Okay, Tesla, mm, that's going to be a down for me. Mm -hmm. And it is a problem they've talked about, the shortage of chips. And that is affecting its Roadster sports car. It's going to see a one-year delay in shipments to 2023. Yeah, two for two this morning. Down for me as well for Tesla. Elon Musk says supply chain issues are forcing Tesla to delay the release of the Tesla Roadster for another year. Consumers are going to have to wait till 2023 for a chance to buy the electric sports car. Next, let's look at Zoom and Robinhood. All right, so these two stocks have something in common, mm -hmm. Kathy Wood, the <laughs> high-profile investor, she's bought them on the dip. So a bit of bargain hunting by Kathy Wood with the recent slump. So that would be an up for me. Yeah, up for me as well. Now, yesterday on the show, we talked about how Kathy Wood is buying the Japanese construction nuts and bolts machinery company called Komatsu. And now it seems a little outside her ambit as normally she buys tech shares. Zoom and Robinhood getting a boost now because she's buying them too. And one more question for you before we check in on the markets. Ryan, do you have a huge tribe on Twitter? Mm, I would say it's okay. Mm, well, if you have more than 10,000 and you live in the US, you could be making money from tweeting to your tribe. Twitter is rolling out a plan for the very first time that will allow uh, tweeters to charge for their content. So what do you think? Is there Twitter content out there that you would pay for? If I really you know, follow a celebrity... I maybe might pay for it, but if I get something for free, I wouldn't. But it really reminds me of a similar company. Have you heard OnlyFans? Yes, so, they were in the news because they were actually <laughs> going to say no to their stars who were selling sex. It's almost sex. a page of the same business model, right? <laughs> hey, if you want more personal, private content, just uh, pay for uh, a subscription. Yeah, but sex sells. Uh, it has for OnlyFans. Twitter? Little tweets? Maybe it's Short, trying to slice up lines. a new piece of the pie. 
I don't know. I don't know about that one. We'll see how that works. Uh, people buy anything these days. Let's turn to Singapore now. The local market was one of the best performing in Asia yesterday. Investors shrugged off some weak regional manufacturing numbers as the STI rose more than 1% to finish at 30.87. How's the STI performing this morning, Ryan? Yeah, so it was a good day on Wednesday for mm-hmm. STI. So you've got pretty much yesterday only one stock down and that was sets and today it is just marginally higher by 0.1 percent 3090 points so let's check in on the sti um it is a bit more red than yesterday so we've got six names in the red led by comfort delgro down 0.6 percent and worth noting two banks are in the red um, DB, DBS is down 0.07%, so just roughly 0.1%. And this follows a rather good session yesterday, so giving back some gains. And yesterday, DBS was up 0.9%. And UOB right now is down 0.4% at $25.55. At the other end of the table, you've got sets bouncing back. It's up 0.5% after losing 0.5%. So it is um, pretty much making back what it lost. At the top of the STI table, we've got Maple Tree Logistics Trust at 1.9% in the green and Gunting Singapore uh, in second place. So... That's the picture we have in the opening minutes. 10.05, we're going to take a closer look at Zoom. If you sell Zoom shares now, is this equivalent to selling Apple shares when iPod <laughs> were all the rage? Uh, we'll take a closer look at Kathy Wood and Zoom and uh, Robin Hood as well coming up in a while. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.